When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. You know, every year it's always a quandary to me of what to issue for a podcast on September 11th. Next week, oh my God, I have the best. I was going to release something major, major today, but that just feels weird releasing it on September 11th. So I am sharing this chat that has never before been aired from earlier this year. We were hauled up in a hotel room with our then friend, BFF, Dana Wilkie. We talked about so many things. Um, We talked about why she is blocked by PK and just so many other things. So I feel like this is, it was, you know, this is like a trip down memory lane, but it's never been aired before. So my, my, how times have changed. Um, Does everyone love Dana? That's really the question. So listen, and let me know. Um, but that I'm sharing this with you guys today and tomorrow. It's a new episode. It's never been aired. I bumped what we were going to share because it just feels weird to do heavy promotion and all of this around September 11th. You know, my thoughts and prayers go out to everyone that has lost a loved one. Being a New Yorker, I can tell you, I know a lot of people that have lost people from this horrible day. But let's, that is, we are having fun here behind the velvet rope. And that is what we do. So, Let me know what you think about this chat with Miss Dana Wilkie. Never before aired. Enjoy. Hey, everyone. This is David. Welcome back behind the velvet rope. Let's just get right into it today because 25,000 is the number of the day. The one and only. Here she is. Miss Dana Wilkie. (laughs) Okay, David. And I just want to give a shout out to my dishing drama, Dana Patrons, because we're sharing this episode today. David. I have missed you so much, and I am with you in person in New York, in your hotel room, staring at your beautiful blue eyes. I'm looking at you with your rainbow-colored dress. You're drinking your champagne. We couldn't do this without her champagne, guys, so she's happy. (laughs) Sip up. (laughs) 
Well, you know, I was at the Waverly Inn at your recommendation last night with my daughter and we drank lots of shots of tequila. And so today I have to kind of, you know, <laughs> it's like with the beard or what do they call that when you have a beard? Hair of the dog. Yes. <laughs> You're hungover. <laughs> but forget that. Talk to me about the guy you met for me last night. Okay. It's all about me, Dana. I know. I know. So I, I want you to know that I walked in and there was a super hot maitre d' and he was in this like gorgeous pink outfit and he sat me down and about halfway through my amazing dinner at the Waverly Inn, and it was so packed and so happening. So thanks for that, you know, Raz. It was like, great. You're welcome. Um, I get approached by him and he's like, I know that you're Dana Wilkie and I'm actually a really big fan of yours. And I was like, wow. I'm like, thank you. Because I can't believe, you know, anyone really remembers me. So that made me feel really good. And I got to flex in front of my daughter, which is always fun. <laughs> Listen, you just love a good flex. I do. I do. So he bought us shots. And then I was like, you know, you really should meet a friend of mine that I'm going out with. Uh, tomorrow night, which is, of course, tonight that we're recording. And I said, uh, David Yonta from Behind the Velvet Rope, have you ever heard of him? Do you know what he looks like and everything? I said, he's cute. And of course, um, he said, guess what, David? What? He said that he thought you were very cute. That's it? Yeah. And he said that he would like to meet you. And so I told him to text us tonight while we're at the nines or the other place. What's the other one we're thinking about? Queens. Queensland. Yeah, Queensland. Did you get his number so you can text him? No, I was playing it cool. Epic fail. No, Epic because what fail. if he doesn't like you really? <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> this listen, isn't out. He can be like, oh. this isn't the fucking Real Housewives <laughs> of Beverly Hills. This is New York City, okay? And I'm over here in Jersey sometimes. Just say what it is and let's move the fuck on. Oh, okay, David. Yeah. I really respect that about you, sweetheart. But I think he's going to text us. I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised probably after... Waverly Inn closes, so we have to stay awake a little later than normal. Dana, I have to be somewhere at 9 a.m. There's no staying awake late. Now, Wait, where are you going at 9 a.m.? I, I have somewhere to be. I've oh got things gosh. to do. Listen, oh, wait, is this the doctor's No, 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 no. Listen, you just, keep, <laughs> you just keep all of that to yourself. Look, unlike the people that are on TV, I am open about most of my surgeries, but right now is not, you know, we'll, we'll get to surgery another time well I but, can't wait to see the you know the way it looks at the end listen I I don't mind you know I don't mind a knife or two or a shot or whatever it is you know I'm just glad people are moving away from cool sculpting and like moving towards lipo here's the thing because it's I, way better I don't believe in the <laughs> machine I've never had a machine that works Lipo is a different story. The shit's in you and then you wake up and you <laughs> and look over it and the shit's out of you and you, you, you physically see it. Like the concept make like Botox, the concept makes sense. Like you're being injected with poison to, it makes sense. It freezes. I don't believe in like a machine. Like let's put this on you. No, that shit doesn't work. It doesn't work. I've done cool sculpting, mesotherapy. I don't believe this, in that. that cool sculpting. It doesn't work. It's so lame. Yeah. Lipo. It's like, it's in you, you wake up yeah. and there's like a vial of fat. They're going to throw in the river with a shark. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Or cook with it. <laughs> now, Dana, where let's talk about you for a minute. Sure. Um, what is going on? Give us an update on PK. This is 
<laughs> I'm sorry. That's a listen. That's a segue. The last I knew, well, first you were his CUNT of the week or whatever he calls it. CUN Tuesday or whatever. Yes. Yeah, the see you. Yeah. Next Tuesday. <laughs> Again, let's for everyone who doesn't know PK, who is on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, spends his time deep diving onto Instagram and Twitter for people that talk about him and then he calls them out. So that's a good use of the man's time who's apparently running a business and married to jewelry. I mean, those clothes are not cheap. Doesn't he have to like work and make money? I mean, apparently uh, putting people down on the internet makes him money, I guess. Well, so you were the CUN Tuesday, whatever it's called, once. And then you had the honor of being the CUN Tuesday twice, the first one ever. Right. And I actually, he said I look like Shrek. So he also threw in like a fat shaming thing on top of it. So like, yeah, I look like an ogre. And um, and then he threatened, I guess, um, he said, since Instagram keeps taking his post down because it's against our community guidelines to, I guess, come for me in the way that he was. Um, and I want you to know, you guys, he seriously posted and reposted this for times like they deleted it and he reposted it four times like think about that and he didn't just repost it the same post like he redid the post four times like like I struggled to do one post never mind four of the same thing and then (laughs) and then what happened was um he said since Instagram won't leave it up because it's against the community guidelines that he was going to sue me okay so first of all I mean, it's really hard to get a post not approved by Instagram. Like that's, that's pretty hard. I've actually never had a post ever be uh, not approved by Instagram, even like reported posts. The only thing Instagram was very upset with me about was when I had the ones, the onlys, Miss Kelly Dodd and Mr. Rick Leventhal on my show (laughs) at the beginning of the year. And, you know, this is not a political show, guys. And this is not a show. I don't want to talk about politics and I don't want to talk about COVID. I just don't. Yeah. I want to talk about. Me neither. So, you know, listen, when the bus goes off the road, I normally bitch smack you and get it right back on because I've been doing this for three years and I'm good at my job. You are. Kelly and Rick steamrolled over me. Couldn't get a word in advice. We talked about COVID and masks and all of that for a really Really, I know. Really. I listened to that episode actually. Thank God. Yeah. No, I love Kelly and Rick. I'm not backtracking. They are okay. Kelly, and Kelly Rick. blocked me, and Rick. I I like Rick, but Kelly blocked me, and for just because like. I think I posted something that was like out there about her that was normal. So I was like, "What is your deal, lady?" Have you listen? These housewives block, but I was people. but I wasn't following her. So why are you blocking people? I don't follow PK. I don't follow anybody. Who's, Elisa Renna blocked me. I, PK I, blocked me. No, but the thing is, I don't follow them. So like, what's your point? I don't look at your feed, you idiot. I other people send me your feed, screenshots of it when they want me to go. Like, oh, that person's so dumb. Okay, wait. You're so you're blocked by Kelly Dodd, who's welcome back on this show any day. Right, and Kelly, you should really rethink that move because I think we're like, you know, like you might want to rethink. That. Wait, and you're blocked by Rena, Lisa Rena, because she came for me. She texted me. It's in the Patreon. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wait, because of what? Because you were saying something about it. I was saying Rinna's notorious. Can I just tell you Rinna notorious is notorious for blocking people? No, she said she blocked me because um I think somehow she did something with her daughters and it came out that she had rigged it. So she was like sort of using her daughters for storyline or whatever. What and to date Scott Disick? I can't remember at this time. Okay, just there's been a few. 
Okay. And so it came out and I called it out as I do. I didn't make a comment or an opinion about it, but anyway, she came back and she said something to the effect of like, you're the thirstiest bitch. And I was like, no, honey, you're the thirstiest bitch. I said, I don't use my children in my Instagram posts or something like that. And that's where it went down. So she said it on your public Instagram. DM. I'll admit it. As important as it is for me to eat healthy and put the right nutrients into my body and hydrate, I'm really not great at it. I'm always on the go. I'm never making that a priority and I'm always hungry. This was a real problem until I discovered 310 Nutrition. I love 310 Nutrition's water hydrators. You just add them to water and they make your water taste so much better. They also have refreshing lemonade mixes. My personal favorite, they're all in one shakes. I love their caramel sundae, their vanilla cake, the shamrock cream. I drink one of these shakes and it totally satisfies my hunger. They're low in fat and low carbs, which I love. They also satisfy my carb craving. But don't take my word for it. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code VELVETROPE and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 off your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and it's easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code VELVETROPE right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code VELVETROPE. I can't tell you how many endless amounts of skincare products I tried throughout the years that claim that they smoothed wrinkles and firm skin and gave me a youthful glow. None of them worked. None of that matters now because I've discovered One Skin. One Skin completely works. And once I started learning about the science behind the product, it made total sense to me. Their scientists were able to measure the efficacy of age reversal molecules in their lab. What that really means is by treating aged skin, the One Skin scientists found that the OS1 peptide reverses skin's biological age by up to 50%. Personally, that was all I needed to hear. I can tell you it really does work. I use their OS1 face product every day, their OS1 eye cream I use in the morning and at night. And a lot of you keep telling me I look better than ever, which I mean, thank you. It's all because of One Skin. One Skin is for everyone that wants to prevent or reverse the signs of aging with a groundbreaking approach. One Skin addresses skin's health at the molecular level, targeting the root causes of aging so skin behaves feels, and appears younger. It's time for you to experience a new skin health routine at a discounted rate today. Get 15% off with the code VELVET at oneskin.co. That's 15% off with code VELVET. We only have one body, one skin, and only you can choose to make it better. Age healthy with one skin. You guys know when it comes to fashion, I'm a little bit of a fancy girl, but what you don't know is I save money when I buy all these brands. What do Alta Zura, Rebecca Minkoff, Philip Lim, Rag and Bone, Netta Porter, Alice and Olivia, I could keep going. What do all those brands have in common? They're all on Rakuten. Believe it or not, it is possible to buy all these luxury brands and save money. All you have to do is shop with Rakuten. As a member of Rakuten, you get cash back at over 4,000 stores. So you can save on the occasional splurge or on everyday items like beauty and home essentials. Plus, you can stack cash back on top of other deals like store sales, loyalty programs, credit card points. It's like never ending. It's really fun to see your money add up. The math is really simple with Rakuten. The more you shop, and man, I shop a lot, the more cash back you get. Rakuten is free to join and it's easy to use. So get started at Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app today. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. All of you who listen to this podcast on the regular know two things about me. I love reality TV and I love coffee. 
I mean, how many cups of coffee do I drink on average here per show? Three. But what you guys may not know is that the only coffee I love is Starbucks. I love everything about a Starbucks. Do you know that I'm such a regular here in East Hampton at my Starbucks that in the morning when I go in, I don't even have to speak to them. They literally make my drink because I'm standing in line and hand it to me when I go to pay. Now, as we head into the fall, my normal fall drink is usually the pumpkin spice latte. But this fall, I need to tell you guys about the iced apple crisp. This new drink is an iced apple crisp oat milk shaken espresso. Yum. Just let that sink in. Do you know how good this is? It's made with blonde espresso, creamy oat milk, and spiced apple flavors. Oh my God. You could sit back and you can enjoy all autumn long. So you guys have to try this and let me know what you think. And listen, order ahead on the Starbucks app. That's right. Order ahead before you get there on the Starbucks app and enjoy. Really? Yeah. She DM'd me. No, it was way it's more deep. Wow. Yeah. That's like a badge of honor to get a DM from Rena. I mean, I don't know. Apparently I'm on the top of everybody's mind on Beverly Hills, even though I'm not on the show for 10 years, but whatever. So anyway, what happened with PK was um, he does this Shrek post. He does that whole thing. And then guess what? What? A week later, he puts up a post and you guys from my Patreon you know, thank you for uh, telling me about it. So I, I don't know her. So first, he does that. He so he's already blocked you. me. He so he's to sue now. You. I want you guys to know how weird this is. PK has blocked me now. And okay? threatened to sue you. And and all that. We're talking yeah. about him. Right, right. And then what happened? Which, by the way, you can't do. Were you scared when he threatened to sue you? No. Never. Never. Okay. Not at all. Just that. Just asking. No. Would you? I mean, you're a lawyer. I, you would he, definitely sue him back for me because you're my friend. I would sue him back when he slipped into my DMs and he, I think because I got, you know, in the mud with you and like sometimes we get, he, he, guilty by association, he came after me. No, you told your you. Dorit high school story. That's what upset him? Yeah, he doesn't like any personal information about him out. Well, it's the truth. I went to high school with her and she had a different fucking nose. Right. I mean, so, it's not that big a deal. I mean, I don't know. Obviously struck a nerve. Hmm. Well, right. Saying. When he came after me in my DMs, I responded and I said, excuse me, are you threatening me? <laughs> that was how I started. And then I said, listen, I have an interview show. I said, if you want to come on and be interviewed by me, you're welcome. I said, I don't gossip. And I said, and then I said, like, you're giving yourself too much credit. I said, I don't give, I said, word for word, I don't give right. a fuck about your family. I said, why I doesn't he go on your show? Well, I think after I said, I don't give a fuck about you or your family, it's <laughs> he was, probably, I'm like, I, I don't, you should have still gone on. I you said, you're giving yourself, straight. I'm like, you're giving yourself too much credit. Like if you're, you're on, I would talk about you. Other than, but I did, I was asked who is the next, we have Erica Jane, check. We have Jen Shaw, check. This was before I did, did a little digging into Mary Cosby. Before that, I was asked who is the next Bravo celebrity that we think is going to have a massive scandal. And I stand by it. PK and Dorit, it doesn't make sense to me. I don't, P, you cannot tell me PK and Dorit are the same as, I can't even, like Countess Okay, Lillian, so let me finish my story. Who's doing a, a legitimate cabaret. There's some let me finish. deviousness there, in my opinion. Okay, so he takes a picture on my, like, again, I can't see this. So this is not for me to see. This is like for everybody else to see. And he puts on uh, his Instagram in his posts, a picture of a river and an arrow to the bottom of the river. Like he's on New Jersey and he wants to put me at the bottom of the river. And then the fans uh, zoomed in on the post and they found that he wrote nosy. See you next Tuesday. Um, in 
the bottom of the river hidden in the graphic. So he went to such lengths or whoever this was that he collaborated with went to such lengths that they literally hidden, like hid the word uh, nosy C-U-N-T in the graphic. And then I said to the fans, you guys, do you really think this is about me? Because I kind of do now that I see the text. And a bunch of them texted him under the post. And sure enough, PK said, it's about me. This okay. is very interesting. Do you notice how like my eyes are lighting up? I'm like, finally, I'm awake. Data has something interesting. So like it wasn't to say. even. This is like okay, text, bitch. No, I love okay. You. But like, this is one of the more interesting things you said when you've appeared on my no, crossover show. No, that's not true. No, this is no, that's not true. You say I mean. This is interesting. You're mean. No, this one. Do fans true. say I'm not interesting on your show? No, everyone loves you. Okay, I'm gonna cry. You asked the people if you wanted to do a crossover and 12% said no. So I'd like to know who those 12% yeah, are. It's like two people. No. <laughs> anyway. But no, this, I he, everything is interesting too, but this is really, yeah. because I, listen, so I, he devil's read, advocate, I would say the same thing. Like, you know, the, he's had a lot of see you next Tuesdays. How do you know it's you? But he, he then responded. Yeah, he put it in. He said, no, this is about Dana. Yes. yes. Really? Yes. <laughs> So PK is over here with my Kim D in yeah, New Jersey. Me in the lake the or fishes. the river or something. Yeah, I'm ah. swimming with the fishes. Yeah. So I, of course, um, you know, reposted all of it. You kept the screenshots. Yeah, I reposted all of it. I did a YouTube video about it on Decadish Dana. And I, like, said, you guys, like, wow, you know, this guy's really dark. Like, kind of crazy. So, um, yeah, so that happened. And... I don't know. I guess, you know, some of the fans were like, wow, are you scared? And some of the fans were like, oh my gosh, you know, in, in UK, we, we call women, see you next Tuesdays all the time. And it's accepted. And he was probably just kidding about putting you at the bottom of the lake. And I guess my attitude about it was, I still don't care at all about PK. Right. Like we're still in the same, yeah, I, I don't care about PK at all either. Right. I don't think it's like we just call people, you know, see you next Tuesdays. And no, I think you were threatened. And yeah, like if you disappear. Yeah. Now, you know, thank God I told you. Now, listen, he's doing a show in the UK and the show is making him like a hero to the real estate world, which is ironic in its own right. But what's happening is I think he's using these attacks on me to either uh, do something with season 12 on Housewives and make me like the villain that never appears or he's uh, using it somehow on his UK show to like generate publicity around it. Because that's the only thing I can think of. He's doing like an apprentice like show where he's like Donald Trump, but instead it's PK Kelmsley. Oh my. And people want to work for him. And is Mauricio associated with the show? Because I thought he was. He originally was, but uh, we did a deep dive on this because one of the people who came on my show, Freddie, um, tried out for the show. And originally it was Mauricio involved and then later it wasn't. So we're all speculating that Mauricio maybe jumped ship when he realized like there were some maybe reputational issues with PK in the UK. Or it's possible that Mauricio got a spinoff from Bravo with Kyle and maybe doesn't need the show anymore. And PK show isn't going to be overseas scene. Channel four. It's going to be on you guys if you want to watch it. This is okay. So that's crazy. I, I would, I'm going to want to talk to some of the contestants once they get, well, that's what off. I did. Yeah. I, that's what I had. But I want show. the ones that are on the show that oh, get voted off. Yeah, do that. Now I want to say one thing, just to be fair, the things that PK alleged in the post that he made me into Shrek and tried to justify like his behavior were false. 
So he didn't even use real things. What, that you look like Shrek and act like Shrek? No, he alleged uh, that I said that he was involved in an insurance fraud scam. And he also alleged that I said that he was cheating on Dorit in the UK while filming his show. Now, I will tell you, I did not say that. What I said was that um, I said that the fans were talking about that and they were talking about the coincidence of the timeline of getting clearing the Bellagio debt right after uh, an insurance robbery. I then went on my YouTube and then I, I actually not my YouTube. I went on my um, um, dishing drama Dana and did a free episode where I debunked for him the timeline showing that he definitely did not use the insurance money to pay the Bellagio. So thank you very much, PK. I debunked that for you uh, only because, you know, that's what I do on my show. I do deep dives and I, I actually get into it. But in this particular show where PK said, I allege this, we were just talking about it from a fan's perspective. Now, when he came for me, I was nice enough to debunk it for him publicly because that's me. Uh, but as far as the cheating rumors were concerned, you know, all I said on the show was that I had been sent text messages by somebody purportedly in his inner circle that thought that that was happening. I never said that I believed it was happening. In fact, in my show, I said I didn't believe it was happening. But now the fans are really confused because of his reaction. It's almost as if he's concerned about something. Well, I've seen these rumors, not from you lately, that are out there now. Uh, listen, I never thought, it. well, first of all, here's the thing. Like, I mean, I'm in the public eye and you are way less than PK, a billion percent less. Now, lots of people say wonderful things about me, but there's so much shit that's said about, like, I don't get it. Who cares what the world says about you? Like, that is the fucking job, whether you're a YouTube blogger or a TikTok star or on the housewives, anything you do where you're creating content where, and there's any audience, people are going to say what they want. I mean, it's, it's not, here's the thing. I mean, he takes it to extreme, but everybody, like I just got in a little, not really a fight, but like Miss Tamara Judge has her fucking head up her ass these days. Like I had Heather Dubrow on my show and now that Behind the Velvet Rope has grown so big and we're heading into our fifth year, I just recently had to hire a social media expert to run all of my socials. I turned to the only place I knew would help, and that's Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. I used to spend hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills. It was such a mess and took so much time. Indeed streamlines that process. They do all the hard work for you. They show you candidates whose resume on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. They match you with qualified candidates instantly. Do you know that more than 3 million businesses worldwide use Indeed? So if you need to hire right now, you need Indeed. Listen, start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash velvet. The offer is good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash velvet. Just go to Indeed.com slash velvet and support the show by saying you heard about it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash velvet. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
Oh my God, tomorrow night, the MTV Video Music Awards are live. That's tomorrow, September 12th at 8, 7 central. It is going to be such an iconic night. There's going to be unbelievable performances from Doja Cat, Lil Wayne, Nicki Minaj. Oh my God, Olivia Rodrigo. And it's going to be Demi Lovato's six years in the making return to the VMA stage. I cannot wait. Plus, this year's video vanguard, Shakira, she is going to bring it. She always brings it. And guess who's getting the Global Icon Award? Diddy. But the party doesn't stop there. Who will take home Moon Person for video of the year? Will it be Doja Cat, Nicki Minaj, Olivia Rodrigo, Sam Smith, Kim Petras, Taylor Swift, or my personal favorite, Miley Cyrus, the MTV Video Music Awards are live tomorrow night, Tuesday, September 12th at 8, 7 central. Watch on MTV. Hey, listen, I love Heather. And Heather does not do podcasts. Sorry. She does, you know, us She weekly. does her own podcast. Yeah. yeah. Like, I am very appreciative that Heather came back a second time. I am love. I'm, I'm, I love Kelly and I love Heather. I love them both. Did you ask Heather about all the rumors about the bad reviews of Terry Dubrow online about his plastic surgery practice? Just curious. Let me explain how it works here behind the velvet rope. I, I come, was just curious. Yeah, it's a it's a very nice question. I come for a lot of people. You have to understand the reason behind the velvet rope is still going strong in our third year, guys. Bigger and better than ever is because. <laughs> I get dirty and messy when I know who the guest is. Now, there's no rules. There's no, no one lays things so out. So in other words, me. you didn't ask the question. No, <laughs> and that is not the type of interview you do when Fancy Pants is in the building. Okay, so what did Fancy Pants spill us some tea for crying out loud besides how great her life is and how great she is? Well, Tamara, who's now blah, blah. I didn't say that. She can go Wait, fuck what herself. did Tamara say? Tamara said, and I am paraphrasing. Now, Tamara didn't say it to me, but it's it's out there. It's a okay. direct quote. Right. I don't even want to say where Tamara said this. We can all figure out where Tamara said okay, this. Okay, we'll Let's not it. give any publicity to other lesser known okay. shows out there. Okay. <laughs> she said that, and I'm paraphrasing a couple of things. A, her and that sidekick of hers. I guess her name is Teddy. Melly, Melly see you next Tuesday. <laughs> they said, they said, and here's the thing. I like everyone until you have an issue with me. So like, I have no problem saying PK is a fucking scumbag. But they said, so Tamara doesn't seem to want to come on my show anymore after she got worldwide global press from being on my show. Like, again. When was she on your show? She was on my show for a two-part show in 2000. We reissued those as repeats because we do repeat sometimes for all the new listeners. She was on my show in 2020. What else would you like to know about this event? Okay, so Tamara now hates you. Has she ever said she hates me? No. So what's going on? What's the juice for Heather? Well, okay. So Tamara, this is just in my, Tamara came on my show. She said a bunch of stuff. It got worldwide press. This was like, as I was getting bigger. So at this time, maybe I don't think she knew when you come on behind the velvet rope, everything you say is people are actually listening. These wonderful listeners are listening as is the press. Tamara got all sorts of headlines. Now here's the thing. I will say this. I said it before twice in my career over three years, there were two individuals that were on my show separately that when they were talking in their first season of their respective shows, I felt bad. I felt like, holy shit, 
what you are saying, I said it to myself, is so fucking major. Where is your publicist? Where is, like, I felt bad. I really felt bad. Okay, so I still pressed on because stop. that's my job. Well, that's my job <laughs> to get the information. But that was twice. And these two people, it did blow up and they both got scolded profusely by their respective networks. Oh, so Tamara got... No, no, that's not even the point. Tamara, my point is when you're in your 12th year, your seventh year, you know how this fucking works. Oh, so Tamara was not green, but she made a big mistake. She said all this nothing. She just said all this stuff and it like about who? One of the things she said was about Heather Dubrow. Okay, and what'd she say? She said, now here's the thing. I was asking her about ex-castmates and I said, what do you think about Heather Dubrow? Period. Shut up, David. Sit back and cross your legs and listen. That was the question. Now, if you can say she's a great mother, she's filthy rich. She, when, there's a lot of ways you could take this question. Sure, what did she say? She said, big, literally, word for word, biggest mistake Bravo made was letting her go. Biggest mistake in the past. That was her answer. Now, that is it. That's your answer to what do you think of Heather Dubrow? So it's positive. It is positive. Yes, correct. Okay. Then so why did Heather worldwide headlines, worldwide headlines. This is in the past. I'm just giving okay, you our okay, back history. Okay, worldwide on. headlines. Tamara Judge confirms Heather Dubrow was fired by Bravo. Worldwide headlines. Okay. So then she follows it up. So she basically called out that Heather got fired, but it was the biggest mistake Bravo ever made. So that's okay. That's not bad in a way. Or is it because Heather didn't want it known that she was fired? This is above my pay grade. I'm not on the housewives. All I know is when you say that, and that's now the head, first of all, I'm not People Magazine. I didn't type those words. You, you, so it's, I'm just saying she never came back. And, I, and it wasn't even that. There were like five different Tamara Judge. If you go and Google it, Tamara Judge, it's still referenced Tamara Judge. Okay. Well, she said she was fired for age discrimination. There's so many different things that were headlines for weeks. And I, I think, I wasn't told this, but I think Tamara was just like, I don't need this media shitstorm. But yet you, you're, you talk quite a bit in other forms. So I think in my head, my backstory is that she felt like, oh, shit. This is like a media shitstorm. Now her best friend Vicky came on my podcast right after that, and she had a media shitstorm being on my podcast too. I was on the Wendy Williams show because of Vicky. Right. Lots of I things. remember that. But now hold on. So this was just in my head. I think the two of them were like, "Holy shit!" So was Heather pissed at Tamara? I believe Heather was not thrilled with that headline. Yeah. Okay. So then none Heather- of this has anything to do with me, but I think because of that, Tamara has not decided to come back on the show. No, I think Tamara won't go on your show because you don't pay. And that woman is all about the dough. Tell me about Heather. It's interesting. Yeah. Heather, um, what did she say? <laughs> Any tea on this? But that, that was some good background stuff. No, so none of that happened. So recently Tamara said, this is just giving you the back. So recently Tamara said that Heather self-produces. That's one thing. And T- Teddy spoke up. Teddy said it first, or they both said it. Teddy and Tamara said Heather self-produces. We're watching and she's self-producing herself in the show. That's what they said in their own format. So the producers are letting her self-produce? I don't know about that, but they said that that's what she's doing. So that's one thing that when I have Heather Dubrow coming on, I'd like to know what her thoughts are on Tamara's statement. Okay, so what did she say to that? She said, well, I already texted Tamara and like we spoke about that. Well, first she said, Teddy said that. And I said, no, they actually both said it. 
just if you listen, it's I'm not making this up. It's, of course. And she's like, we already texted about that and whatever. And you know, I what just, was she? She's like, I think that's bullshit. It's bullshit. Like she, she said, let me tell you something. The I minute she's like, the minute you think that you can, I kind of agree with her with this. That you can self-produce and you're smarter than the show and you're bigger than the show and you're gonna create your own narrative. You are fucked. And I, I do agree with that. Of course. No, she's correct. I was like, I don't think Bravo will ever. Um, now, let's be clear. Bravo wants to keep her on the show. If the ratings go up, they're definitely going to be conscious to a degree how they depict her because they've lost other really important housewives in the process of trying to like tell a story they think is juicy. Um, I do think um, Heather Dubrow she has recently come out and said she didn't have Noella fired, even though that's what the Nicole rumors, James, uh, Noella. So there was rumors that Noella was actually, currently on the show, right? That she tried to get her fired oh, wow. before okay. she started. Okay. And she said that was false. And I also asked her about Nicole James. And then on my show, I said, there's, there's this Godfather mentality that, you know, because she sued Terry and blah, blah, blah. You're here. Cause you see, I asked some of the hard well, Tamara to- said that. I think if I recall correctly, well, that was an allegation that I believe Tamara made. It's, it's been out there. So I'm like, it makes sense to me, Heather, basically. And just, you're here. Like say she's like, absolutely not the case. And I actually wanted her, her, what she said on my show is I wanted her to stay. I felt that I brought her on the show. We were introducing her. We're friends. We're not like best friends. We're friendly. And then the first scene, this is being brought up and the girl is like in tears. She's like, I actually wanted her to stay. That's what Heather says. I mean, you're also rolling your eyes and smiling at me now. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I can't control your reaction. I just, you asked me what Heather said on my show. That's what she said. Right. Okay. Well, that's interesting. I mean, you know, right. Um, so what do you think but about Tamara what she said? Teddy also said on, they also said it's totally second thing. I said, I'm sorry, Heather, I'm not coming for Tamara, but how do you feel about this? She also said that, you know, she does not feel that she would have her children come out on a national platform and for a storyline or something like the word storyline was in there. Wow. And I'm like, that's applying that you're doing. She was like, I, and let me make it very clear. This is like Kim D over there in New Jersey. Heather's like, let me make it very clear. I'm not, I would never use my children. And listen, I, 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 I'm, I, I, I love Heather. Really. I, I believe, listen, she said, we, we knew that our first child was going, Max was going to, that was going to be part of the show. We talked about it. And she went through the whole scene that she had. She's like, I didn't know that Kat was going to reveal on air that she was a lesbian. Like, we didn't plan that. We didn't talk about it. It was just the natural progression of that scene. And she says on air, you know, afterwards, I even said to her, like, do you want me to call the producers? Do you want me to try to have that taken out? I think they probably would have if Heather called. And she was like, nope, I'm okay, mom. So uh, what is wrong with that? And I mean, honestly... <laughs> he, this is when Dana gets mad at me when I'm like a cheerleader. No, what I a, don't mind. What, I don't care. I'm indifferent to what, Heather. Listen, I mean, the way. What, I, I how, really am. I am indifferent to Heather. I have no interaction with that woman or listen, she's never shared with me thing. nothing. I've said it a hundred times. I don't give a fuck what happens on TV. I will decide who I like and who I don't like based on real world. And to me, Heather has been nothing but wonderful. So I love her as a person, but even on the TV, how great that we are seeing one, I mean, we have four children, let's do the math and like, you know, 
one child is now bi, one is a lesbian. Like this is, she's, you have a family. She has a spinoff show about relationships. Did you know that? That's why we had our meeting because right. she would like to promote her new yes. show. Hey, that's you what know, hey, you know, it couldn't be an agenda behind any of that, right? <laughs> that you well, just I said mean, at all. Honey, I get them. I got, you know, the Christleys from Nutrisystem. Listen, we can't, we get time. I, 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 I hate to say it, but the timing of all of that is quite interesting to me. That's all I'm going to say, oh, David. This is just like when you have your thing with Meredith Marks and she's having her product placement. You always take it and listen. Meredith was doing product placement. And in fact, in the last scene of season two, when she's doing her jewelry again, she's doing product placement. She's selling her jewelry in the, the photo shoot that she's doing with Glad. So I unfortunately, know. she's still, even though I asked her, to please hold that back because I didn't want the message. I thought her message with Brooks and everything was really positive, but I'm like, every time you make a really positive message, you sell something. And that really upsets me because it takes away from the message. And I said that to Meredith and Meredith kind of thought about it. And in reality, what was disappointing is in season two, here we are again, and she's promoting glad, but under the guise of her jewelry line. So I'm just saying, am I wrong? Am I wrong? No, well, as Miss Dubrow stated on this show, she's like Shannon. She has a business. She puts, look at you all self-produce. And we all do it, right? No. You don't promote dishing drama with Dana in your spare time? No, that's not it. When I was on the show, I didn't self-produce. I look like a lunatic half the time. I wasn't self-producing anything. I took an hour to walk down the stairs. I look like a lunatic with my, my glasses because the producers were producing I like, you know, said I stand up for my friend and they tried to cut it out in the background because they didn't want that to be the narrative. They wanted everyone to not believe Taylor. I did everything opposite to self-producing. I was really me. And that's probably why I got cut. So maybe Heather's right. Maybe the only way to succeed is to not be you and be what you think the fans want you to be or what you think Bravo wants you to be. Well, I even said to Heather, I said, I don't think you're self-producing, but I said, is that, is, is, are those two things in Congress? It's like, if you look at some of the grades, LVP, Bethany Frankel, they're accused of self-producing. Is that such a bad thing if you're authentic, but you're but trying are. to give the audience what they want? Lisa Vanderpump's biggest complaint by her fellow castmates, and I know because I was there, was that she produced her stuff. Like she would literally go, I remember there was a story Kyle Richards told me, I don't know if I've said this before, if I did, I'm sorry, you guys, but Kyle said that Lisa Vanderpump, um, she was like getting the key to the city in Beverly Hills or something for the show. And they like shot it. And Lisa was like going, Oh, I didn't say that. Right. Let me say it again. Like it was so unreality that it was like ridiculous. And here we are, everybody else is trying to just bring it, you know, bring some light. Here you are falling downstairs with your $25,000. No, exactly. So I wasn't doing, you know, and, and neither was anyone else. I mean, Taylor's relationship about her abuse was being exposed. And, you know, so it's not fair when the rest of the, the, the group is, you know, showing their vulnerabilities and showing that they're stupid and showing like the weird things about their life and like, you know, idiosyncrasies like encyclopedia training for their baby, like I did, putting themselves out there. And this woman is saying, let me take it from the top. And Bravo's going okay because she didn't get the Beverly Hills key to the city properly. How was Lisa to you when you worked? Well, with you her? know that uh, Lisa was 
I think we talked about this. I don't know. I, I mean, feel like we did. Well, then I don't forgot for real. <laughs> no, I mean, for, this isn't like, let me, this is a real question here. Okay. So uh, when I was on the show, I, um, Lisa made it very difficult to shoot with her. She definitely did not want to give me an entry point, which a lot of the OGs do. Um, she was very, very, I told you in a previous podcast, she called Ken and her called me chubby. Um, you never, and they actually, this. yeah. And Ken actually said it on the show, but it was Lisa too. She was with them on it. And because I guess I wasn't thin enough for her. And in fact, they cut a scene in the reunion where I was, uh, having it out with Lisa and they cut it and talk about produced. And I had said to her how they had shown a scene in season two's reunion where Lisa was like jumping over patios and her butt got stuck between patios. And she like, cause it was big for the patio. What do you mean patios? Like they were patios. jumping over patios in the scene. What's, what do you mean a patio? Like jumping like hopscotch? Like trying to get, I don't remember why they were doing it, but they were like literally going, like they had to break in or something and they were like jumping over patios to do it. I don't remember the story. Okay. So her butt gets stuck. And they showed it at the reunion. I had never even seen it. So I was watching it with everybody in the reunion. And I said, how dare you call me chubby, you and Ken, when your butt got stuck in a patio. And they cut it. <laughs> what did she say to that? <laughs> um, she actually looked sorry. She looked really sorry. Did she say I'm sorry? No, but I knew Lisa at that point, by the time we went to the reunion socially, um, She's was friends with Kyle in real life out of the show. And we would go to her restaurant and Kyle would invite me along and we'd have a nice time. And I got along really well with Ken. I loved Ken. He was really funny. Um, you know, and I mean, we kind of forgive you forgive and forget. I didn't really know how ruthless the show was, you know, until later. And then I got really tough. And that's why you see me at the end in season three saying, you know, these are all bitches and making fun of Lisa Vanderpump, giving Ken a blowjob and all that stuff. Cause I'm like, bars are off kids. You want to go there? You want to take this to that level? I'm going like, no one goes at my level when I go. Do you feel like you would be, I mean, you also do this for a living now, but like, if you were to go back now, you know, would you just come out of the gate guns blazing? Cause they don't, they, they don't give you an entry point. It's like, here's your fucking rope and you're either going to. Yeah, exactly. They don't. You're right. And um, no, and I, I had actually said recently that on ultimate girls trip season two would have been the only like way I would have done it. So in other words, I wouldn't have gone on Beverly Hills again. Um, cause I can't, cause I'm not that person anymore, unfortunately, but I would have gone on as like a vintage shout out to ultimate girls trip season two, um, because I have unfinished business with Taylor Armstrong and I have unfinished business with Brandy Glanville. So I would have been actually authentic in my, where I would be coming from on the show and like how I would be attacking in a sense, but also enjoying the time couple of things there. There's a lot to unpack with this statement. Now, I do think, because it's one thing I ask all ex-housewives and friends of now when they come on to Behind the Velvet Rope, I don't think we're done with Girls Trip. I think we're going to do more probably ex-housewives as the seasons go on if it does good ratings. Now, I don't think you'll be asked. Well, no, I wouldn't. Because of I Housewife and Hustler. But I wouldn't go, and you're right. Really? And Shaw Shocker. Shaw Shocker. Yeah. No, but I wouldn't. Let's, let's give a shout out to all your credentials. Yeah. And listen, it's like I say here, 
I say this one should be fired. That's I, I, I don't got no horse in this. I don't have any emotions. No, no. I'm, I'm like dead inside. I'm just giving you the facts. No, but I'm saying like, I'm not you, trying to shade you. Bravo cut me out of the book. What are you talking You're about? Like out. I'm cut out. It's like, there's no question about it. It's not like a mystery. Was in the book? Huh? Was Stab in the book, Stabby? I don't know. Probably. Because I think it would be too hard because she she's so on, she's on the, she's on like the years. Yeah. List. Um, but I, I, she's been blacklisted though, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. She's yeah. on the do not resurrect um, list. And I think it's a very short list. Like I think everyone's it like is a Carol, short list. Carol, no, Carol Raswell's not on that list guys. But I want to say this. Um, I would have only gone on that. Like if they had said to me, Oh, come in for season five or whatever, I wouldn't have gone. I'm, no. I literally would have only gone to finish the unfinished business I have with Brandy Glanville and Taylor Armstrong on that season because the fans deserved to see that ending and they didn't. And that's why, otherwise I just go live my life. I don't, you know, and I do my show. Okay. What is the unfinished business you have with Brandy? Well, I guess you'll never know. Unfortunately, call Bravo. What can I tell you? You don't want to share it yet? No. There will be some of it coming up in an episode I did with some guys from TMZ. There'll be a hint of it. Um, and what's the unfinished business you have with Taylor Armstrong? Oh, well, that. I mean, I, I, what? I mean, I think I understand what it is. It's like, I think we talked about well, it. Like, yeah, like you feel that you. you were loyal because this was a real thing that was going on in her life and you didn't want to out this abuse and you didn't. And it basically. Why? Why didn't I want to out it? Well, because you were, because she told me not to. She told me she not said to. that it would he might kill her and her kid. Right, right. So that was my big decision: be on the show or like hurt my best friend in a way. Now other people knew that too, but they didn't care. And you know who those other people are? But Lisa we'll, Vanderpump. Well, who called her out on the show? Mm, Do you remember? Miss Meyer, otherwise known as Miss Grammar. I guess you have to watch the show and remind yourself. I know exactly who it is. It's someone who I've tried to get on this podcast numerous times. The one, the only, <laughs> Miss Camille Grammer Meyer. Now, she was a friend of mine, and I still think she's great. I don't have any problems she's a, against she's Camille. She's an icon. But, I mean, she's had her years where she was, like, the most hated housewife, and she was really not an icon, and then she's become an icon, so that's good for her. Icon. Now, she has, but not in the past. I mean, I used to take phone calls from Camille saying I'm the most hated housewife and like, I'm miserable. Like no icon in that I'm telling you, but I will tell you this Camille did make that, um, you know, Camille did at that moment in time, choose the show over some like shocking things to me. Well, I think especially now anyone would. Like, I'm not saying that's the right thing, but well, no I think, one knew Russell would kill himself, certainly. Right. Right. But I think if this existed now in any franchise, I mean, these people choose the show over a friendship or a suicide yeah, or yeah, but not, I, anything. So, anything is to be sacrificed. Well, I'm really glad show. that I'm in the Hall of Fame of the few that didn't. So I'll just take, I'll just keep being cut out of everything and be okay with it. Seriously. I mean, you could, who knows what your housewife career could have been. Yeah, you never know. You could be in like the six, seven hundreds by now. Could Actually, eight or eight or nine. But, <laughs> well, you know just, but instead, I'm with you, David. So <laughs> you know what? That's priceless, Dana. That's priceless. Okay, talk to me about Larsa. Larsa, we had Larsa Pippen on the show. Listen, Larsa's a big fish to, to reel in. I know, know. I'm really impressed. That's not that's not an easy booking. I'm sorry, Larsa is. Here's the thing. 
I mean, first of all, I am so just grateful that Larsa graced us with her presence. No, I mean, this is really, she's a really hard, I'm sorry, Larsa Pippen is a huge fucking name in the world. It Forget is. Okay. So what did she say that was juicy though? Cause like uh, enough already. Here's it's, the this thing. is a Patreon episode. Here's the thing. I mean, you watch Miami housewives. I mean, I think Larsa's come a long way. She's not gonna, she doesn't get down and dirty really. So look, obviously, oh, do you want to hear? Did yeah. she get divorced? Do you want, okay. Do you want, do you want, do you want, I'm going to give you something. Cause I watched the whole season. I'm going to give you something and I shouldn't even give this. Give this it. is you can't reveal too much behind the scenes because then you don't book them again. But the bottom line is I'm not going to get into who and what, but everyone comes with a team. And I've checked this with some of my colleagues who have also chatted with Miss Pippin. You are allowed one, one, not two. I slipped a second one in there, a follow. You're allowed one Kardashian question. Well, That's T. Wow. No, I mean, it oh, could so be- So they, the team, like, yeah, they regulate one. it. Okay. Oh, is she close with them? E. No, she doesn't speak to them anymore. Okay, good. That's all I I, I needed to know that. And is she marrying anybody else and dating anyone? Well, the big hot tickets, of course, from the press, you know, exactly what you're saying. I'm like, David, fucking who cares? So who was it? Who cares about my, no, she's not dating. She revealed that she doesn't have time to date because she's too busy, direct quote, too busy with the thousands of men that she is engaging with on OnlyFans. Okay. Just so you know, you guys, I'm in Larsa Pippen's OnlyFans and I did a video about it. And she like asks me to go in the bathtub with her. And she asks me to like, you know, give her a kiss and tell her how beautiful she is every night. So um, I've been dating Larsa Pippen on OnlyFans for a long time. This is iconic. No, I mean, listen, but I mean, it is definitely sexual. Like, don't get your, like, don't kid yourself. Like there's like an occasional fashion post, but the way that she's depicting it is like, jump in the bath with me. I'm like, let me do a video and show you my bathtub. But she doesn't show anything. No, but she, it's it's like the whole point is that you imagine I joined it because I was like, I've got to see what Lars is doing. I don't know why I haven't joined it. I I did a whole video about it. I showed like, Oh. How she, what she says to me and like, I, but I made it like it was real. And I was like, yes. yeah, I was like, oh my God, Larsa invited me in the tub tonight. I'm so excited. <laughs> I thought, okay, this one, I love how you watch YouTube. It's so I love funny. how out of like ever getting a Lord, that's your reaction is the reaction people have. But she said, I said to her, like, come on, Larsa. I said this, like, you know, even with the best intentions, like you mean to tell me no one takes it there. Like, come on, girl. And she's like, look, you know, like there's a lot of platforms and, you know, Instagram could be sexual. Like, so I I called her out on it, but she says she's not dating anyone because she is so busy with her thousands of. Yeah. But I don't believe that she makes that much money between you and I. Yeah. She said that, but I look at her tips and she's got 50 bucks on a post. So you have to be, you know, even though she's posting like one a day, you take like 50 bucks and you times that by like 30 days. What is it? That's what she's making. On, on like not always 50 bucks. That's 1500. They disclose it on, on uh, OnlyFans. So you have to know that people like me, nosy, see you next Tuesdays. I bother to look how much you're making on OnlyFans. And there's no secret behind the velvet rope rooms or anything like that? Mm-mm. Uh, well, and now, I mean, listen, so we talked about that. Who she, she realizes it's time for a sensitive guy. 
she revealed. Did she tell you who the MJ was that was on the Real Housewives of Miami that she slept with? Everyone thought it was Michael Jordan, but what do you think? That makes the most sense. Just saying. She says she doesn't have a type. Um, and she slipped into Elon Musk's DMs. She wants to date Elon Musk. She says she slipped in for cryptocurrency, but the headline was Larsa Pippen slips into Elon Musk's. The media man but is wait not a minute. Me. I don't get it. She was gonna buy his crypto. She had questions. With Dogecoin or with she mine? had, I don't know. She had questions, and I told her if you want crypto questions, you went to the best of the best, Miss Pippen. Now, no, but I think what's really funny about that <laughs> you is would, Elon you just would got never, single. You would so, never be he's... able to do my job. You would never, you would have to like, you can't come for a, like a Larsa or a Heather. I'm not coming for her. I'm just no, saying. No, I'm just she... saying you wouldn't, you wouldn't be, you wouldn't this be able to This is factoids. Heather Dubrow would be like, darling, I am doing your podcast. I will be leaving now. I, I thank God I don't have to interact with these women. It was enough to be like paid to interact with them. Never mind. You know, I, I don't know. I mean, you keep your podcast and I'll keep mine. Okay. <laughs> okay. I like, no, but listen, Miss Pippin is, you know, she doesn't, she doesn't do cartwheels down, down the hallway, but she's a lovely woman. No, I, I want to talk about cut this crap. Now we're going to talk about Lisa Barlow on Salt Lake city. You used to love that woman. And I want to know, do you still love her? And know you guys, for, for the Lisa Barlow fans out there, um, I know that some of you feel like the women are, are uh, kind of bullying uh, Lisa. I also know there are many uh, of the fans that are aware that Lisa has done some really horrible things to the women off the show. So, I mean, there's those two camps. I'm honoring you all in this podcast by, by bringing up both sides. But I, I have not gotten the best vibe off Lisa Barlow. And I want to know, David, are you still a Lisa Barlow fan? I, here is the deal. Here is the deal. I mean, <laughs> how can I put this? I, I really have a good relationship with and totally respect and love Meredith. Just that has nothing to do with Lisa, just in general. Meredith is again so good to me. Well, Meredith has she's so good to me. I've heard good things about that's Meredith. all I care about. I guess I'm really maybe I'm a narcissist. You probably are, but can you tell that's me that's not true? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Will you tell me about Lisa Barlow, please, and stop squirting the question? You know, I don't, man. I don't, I think if I was to gravitate towards a Salt Lake City housewife who's the second that I'm most ingratiated by and therefore I like you it is Lisa she would be in second place so you like Lisa still I like Lisa still you know I feel did she come on your podcast again not not this season wow that's not nice (laughs) did she ever send you tequila um Dana did she I'm the one that is a master (laughs) interviewer so I know what you're doing but did she send you tequila? She's not. She sent tequila. Adam tequila and down and Jason. She sends, yeah, <laughs> she sends a lot. Yeah. A lot of people get tequila, but you didn't get it. Nope. No tequila. Wow. Dorinda never sent me the Dorinda Medley Bluestone, but she did send me a nice book and that whole package. Okay. Okay. So but I don't, I'm just talking about Lisa. So you didn't nope. get tequila. Nope. Mm-hmm. No tequila. Didn't come back on the show. Nope. And the only thing I will Why do you like is, her then? Well, here's the, here's, here's, okay, this is the only thing I'm going to say. And since, <laughs> since you have a way, you got me to reveal the things about Tamara and Larsa with the no card. I'm revealing a lot today. I know. I love it. 
Like you I don't find that interesting. I love when you get naked like you, this. You don't find that interesting that someone says, and this may not even be on my Patreon. This might be public for everyone. I don't know. We'll, 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 we'll see. But you don't think that's interesting that like one card, it's like a hard and fast. It was like- You reverted it, back to Larsa. Do it you was, want to tell us what the question was? Right. And that's whatever comes up. That's your own, you know? And listen, I- always like what I'm just here for like the, what is the did you question? ask the question to me it was like the only question that I found interesting so what did you modern ask? was what do you think of Kim and Pete she's already revealed Kim and this is what happened we don't need it's like I just want to know what do you think of Kim and Pete okay like good one question? let's go yeah, all right on. you woke me right up there yeah, let's keep it let's keep it but I also just got pressed with Adrian Bayon no but so Rob, what was Rob's... the answer because it'll already be out by the time this airs. she's she's you know she doesn't give she doesn't get dirty with Kim she doesn't oh you know and they seem happy and as long as everyone's happy I heard the relationship isn't real I've really? heard it's a publicity stunt yeah what just like I'm getting divorced from ye and like I need to get the the, the, they said that well, there about were quite a few too. rumors that, for example, Kim was seen um, getting out of one car at a big event and then getting in someone else's car to seem like she arrived with Pete. And then when she got out of the car, um, like it was like the appearance that they had like come together as a big couple, but they weren't. There was also somebody was on mm -hmm. vacation with her and Pete and um, they were, I guess, at, like present. And they saw that Kim Kardashian and Pete weren't interacting that much. In fact, they were sitting kind of far apart from themselves. And during the day, the people that were on vacation with them said that Pete was with his friends mainly and that Kim was with hers and they weren't really that together. What about the kisses? But when they arrived at the hotel, they were all over each other as they got to the hotel, like for the cameras. But once that was done, it was like, that was it. So I don't know, Dana. I, I'm just one, saying that's the rumor. I'm not saying it. It's the rumors. I got to investigate that one. Um, did you actually like I think like you have to ask yourself a really big question, which is even if Pete is hung like a donkey, which is what everyone believes. He, I is think that, he is. Yeah, he definitely is. But even if he that's is, hot. he's not that good looking. I mean, let's just look at it, even the way he dresses just had and everything. Adrian like you're telling no. me that she's with, really she's, with him. Believe it or not, I just had Adrian Bayan on. I got her press. She's she's all for it. I. What does she know? Did she date? She him? dated Rob Kardashian, and she's friends with Kim and and Chloe. No, she's friends with Kim and Court. Well, then what is she going to say? It's not real. Come no, on. no, no, no. I think. I mean, that well, how did she date Rob? I met Rob for and he a is, long. Like they, she was on the show. Well, I, I met Rob at Dancing with the Stars party and he was not charismatic, just saying. And he wasn't um, like, he was so disinterested in everything. Like I was shocked and he was not, at that time he was in shape and he still was like, meh. Rob, Rob used to be hot. He was okay. Right, he was okay. But he, he was, was okay. Like, he was doable by sure. But let me put it this way. Um... I don't think that Pete is so not cute. He's kind of cute. He's not at all. He has bags under his eyes. He's got bleached you know, like hair. He wears like weird clothing. Do you know who's hot as fuck? Like, I'm sorry, but you're Kim Kardashian. She loves fashion. She's going to date a guy in his underwear and sweats. She's got a guy who looks like he does drugs, but he doesn't. No, like, that's hot. I find that hot. Do, okay. you know do you know who's really hot? You're like into Kate Moss lookalikes. No, do you know who's really hot? <laughs> what? MGK. Machine Gun Kelly is fucking hot as hell hot is hell. You're so, you, him, you're like you letting Megan hot? Fox influence him, you because she's him hot. Him and Megan Fox, they're, they, he is 
dry, he's so attractive. You know that his he face, and Pete Davidson are friends. He is so hot. I, I truly find him very hot. The tats, the body, the blonde hair, the blue eyes. Okay, well, I can tell you something. You it. are a sociopath. Thank you. <laughs> um, what else can okay, I tell so you Okay, so you about? never came back on Lisa. Just finish it. Here's the thing. It's like, <laughs> when I had Meredith on my show. Did she upset you? Meredith? Lisa. No, but when I had Meredith on my show, <laughs> it wasn't that I came for Lisa because I don't really do that. But I certainly asked some questions that weren't like, you know, I, I, and I think this is what I think. I think Lisa, listen, like this, here's the thing. I'm telling you right now, when these women's castmates are on my show, they listen, most of them. That's not just in my head. Like, so Lisa listened most likely to my chat with Meredith. Because then out of nowhere, I get a DM from Lisa after not hearing from her for weeks. This is the shit. Dana's so excited. I'm revealing something. Dana's like, oh. You should see me in the room, you guys. Yeah. I have my hands up. I'm fist pumping. Finally, David's going to say something no, meaningful. I don't know. But she, and she was, here is the thing. I, I've used this example in the past uh-huh. of like somebody that I don't think likes me. They had something to promote. We don't need to mention who. I didn't think they were really going to show up on my show. I was like, this isn't, it was booked through lots of different people. And I was like, this can't really be happening. This person doesn't like me. I was like, well, okay. It seems like it's happening. It's in 10 minutes when they get on the zoom and they see it's me. They're like, they know it's you. But when it happens, they're going to tell me to go fuck myself and hang up. They got on. It was the most pleasant, wonderful. And I was like, wow. They never posted me afterward. They've never spoken to me since, like reposted. So I was like, you know what? I am so okay with that. So wait, they never promoted the podcast? No, but I mean, not not everyone does. Like not everyone does. Like, but that's okay. But my point was, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with like, you hate me. This is actually a huge compliment. You hate me, but you have to promote something. And you know, when you want press, who gets the press? You got to do David's show. And then you do it and then you never speak to me. So you, I'm okay with that. And so you have something else to promote. So, Love that. so that's Lisa. So, no, no, no. That wasn't Lisa. But I'm saying I, I'm so okay with that. So what did she do in your what, DMs? What is strange to me is I'm from New York. So like you can't, I respect like, look, I fucking hate you. I don't, I don't want to be friends with any of these people anymore. I don't got time. It's, it, it makes my job harder. No, I so know. I respect this person that never will speak to me until they ask them, come on on. No. What I don't love per se is when you're like, so out of nowhere, I get a DM like, hey, how are you? No, like you heard me do the show with Meredith, obviously. You heard me kind of have a little edge. At, I even had to say, listen, I'm not like coming for Lisa today. And then when you say that, you probably are. Right. And so you're now sensing that, huh, like, he must not love me as much as I thought he did. Let me go water those flowers and just make sure. Oh. Like, let me, let me just like, oh, sweetie. Oh, okay, so she sent you love. Love. Did it work? But it's not, it's like, I'm a different person now, three years into this. You know what I mean? It's like. Did you send her love back? Yeah, because I mean, she's welcome here at any point. I would absolutely have drinks with her and all this other stuff. So it's just like, I don't have the emotions that I had before, but the point is, it's just like, I would rather you just not even do anything and just be like, 
bitch, I'm not doing your show now. And when I need you, I'd rather have that. Like, okay, Vita's launching a new brand. I'm going to come on. Yeah. The diamond crystal one that was on season two. Yes. Yeah. More so. It's just like, to me, it's like, that's lovely that you reached out, but listen, one plus one equals two. We haven't spoken in however many months. Right. Meredith Marks is on my show. It's out there. It's in the press. And all of a sudden I'm getting a DM like randomly. How are you? And I'm kind of, I had an edge to how I was talking about you online. I think I'm not stupid. It's more like, let me just walk, you know, media. Let me just water. How long- it's not, it doesn't mean like we're bent, just like, let me water this garden. Okay. Woo, okay. So that one's like, so a- she's kissing your ass for a reason. She's got an agenda. She doesn't really care about you at all. She just wants to use you for your <laughs> show and that's it. Right. But I mean, everyone does, but I mean, no, I don't use you for the show. No, but I mean, there's like, we're naturally become close. Like that's yeah. an organic thing. And we always talk honest. I'll be like, you give me that sound bite. And you'd be like, you give me that show. No, so shit. I'm not, I wasn't <laughs> mad. I wasn't like, there's no, there's no emotion behind anything I'm saying. I'm just saying, I think it just, it's more like you could have saved yourself a DM. Like you didn't need to, like you're welcome here anytime. So who's on. Uh, and I don't talk bad about people unless you don't, you don't uh, let me tell you, I me. saw David's watch oh, tonight Dana. and it's like 25 million. Dana. Did you know? <laughs> <laughs> I almost peed myself could when I have, saw it. I love it. Could we have a shout out for the 25,000s? Of course we could. Okay. All right, so say it. All right, this is for you, David. Ready? Um. Okay. It has Python and diamonds. And did you know? 25,000. <laughs> Was that, that close? Was iconic. That <laughs> Dina, if you think I remember every line. I need, like, I need to have like one of the girls shade me. She'd be like um, Camille because she'd be like, you don't talk about uh, money. Right. Yeah. And then I could be like, did you know? 25,000, bitch. I can't <laughs> All day see, long. I can't see you fitting in with any of these women. Now, I know you were oh, a different I, Was person that like then. shade? No. It's Are actually, you shading me? I mean, it's a compliment in a lot of ways. I just can't see you sitting there having your rosé with Lisa Vanderpump. I don't see it. I was, I'm like so fun. I'm a really fun person. I know that. What, what I'm not good at at that time was shade, but now I am. I've developed a skill set <sighs> in it. So I could like, it's like anything you learn. <laughs> oh my now God. I take them all out. I, it's too easy. I just didn't know. I didn't did know you also want to talk about, what do you want to talk about? Wendy Williams now? Oh yeah, quickly. You want to talk about Let's talk about Wendy Williams fast. What time is it? Because we got to go to our thing. We soon. have a dinner um and i'm gonna get drunk tonight i don't give yeah, a fuck yeah i know fucking it what 6 is it? 11 but okay. i have to really wake up early all and right somewhere. okay well that's your plastic surgery awaits excuse um, me okay so let me <laughs> so let me just talk about wendy williams so you guys i just want to say that wendy williams is rumored to have gotten back with her like father of her child partner who she developed the Wendy Williams show with. And if you guys don't know what happened was when they got divorced, he was fired from the show. He moved to Miami with some girl and had a baby with the girl. And Wendy Williams was sort of left with no friends and no partner and just her son. Anyway, the minute Wells Fargo froze her account recently because they believed that she was um, not capable of managing it in some way, or there was some duress she was being put under. It was the way that it was kind of like described. They froze at her uh, Wells Fargo account. And Wendy was like freaking out because she couldn't pay her staff or take money. 
And if you guys watch my YouTube, you've seen that I was pretty upset that that happened to her because like, I feel like in the end of the day, if you make millions, you should be able to lose the millions any way you want. Um, he now, the uh, father of her son is, is like communicating with her and trying to join forces with her to help her free this money with Wells Fargo and get back in on developing a show because she's been removed um, to a degree. So I just wanted to call out today that I believe that Wendy Williams is being manipulated yet again. I don't even name. understand why. I don't get it. Like, I don't understand what really happened to Wendy. It's not, I'm not criticizing. I literally don't follow. It's like, no one does, which is such a shame. Like I, those are my like least popular YouTube videos is Wendy Williams, but I cover it. Least popular because no one gives a fuck and is listening. Apparently not. They don't care about Wendy at all, but I do because she was like, she was the one who paved the way for what we're doing today, David, even you with your Patreon. I love Wendy. Let me tell you something. I had on Sally Jesse Raphael. That's who I give credit for paving the way. You should listen to it. She trashed Kelly Clarkson. She trashed Drew Barrymore. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. I got it. Oh, yeah. I want to have lunch with her. I don't want to listen to her. And she <laughs> got her press and she didn't really understand what she was doing, but she is an icon. And I was like, she's like Jerry I'm Springer not though. That's I had different. Jerry Springer on my show But that's too. different. It is different. I get it. But here's the thing talking about Wendy and no one's watching your videos. I get it. I not am no on. one. Don't no, get nuts. It. Don't okay, get crazy. I catch your shade. You know, I'm okay. not like asleep over here. Oh my God. I give you so much shade. <laughs> no, I mean, people, people listening to this show just want housewives. That's, that's what they want. I have on an icon, Susan Lucci, an icon friendship. They do well. They do okay. They but like more people should listen to Susan Lucci than the fucking housewife that hasn't been on the TV for thirty years. Okay, watch it again. No, more shade. No uh, you're well, gonna buy me a drink tonight. Off more that. people would rather hear what you had to say than the icon, the queen of the world. Susan I, Lucci. I know. I love Susan. It doesn't. But make what sense. does she have to talk about? Is the thing. It doesn't matter. She's Susan fucking I know but like I want to hear see when you have people on I want to hear like the stuff that you can't get like who are they sleeping with like what's their you know what's wrong with them like what what's right with them I mean like I'm gonna have you know what I mean I don't want to hear like the same crap they've been spewing out of their mouth for the last like 20 years on every pressed thing ever that's why you send me the best ones yeah, like I know what you like. Yeah, uh, you know what I mean. You like a little bit. You, you like it messy, dark dude. You like it yeah. messy. Well, what the hell else am I listening for? <laughs> well, this well, this audience <laughs> likes it messy too. They, Yay, they, audience! They would agree with you. Okay, so I guess that's it. You were excited about Dubrow. This one we talked about PK. I mean, I guess we pretty much covered everything. Well, I'm now excited to go out with you and have such fun tonight. Thank you for doing the homage to the 25,000s. That was, that was, that alone was worth your appearance here today. Oh, screw you. (laughs) But you are in New York. Welcome. We got a little bit of Miami in New York. We got a little bit of there for you. You're from Miami now. That's that's your new thing. Okay. Um, Where can everyone, everyone could find me. They can follow and listen to Behind the Velvet Rope on Spotify and Apple and everywhere else podcasts are found. Or they can follow me on Instagram at Behind Velvet Rope. There's no the, at Behind Velvet Rope. There you go. Where can we find you though? Okay, David, thanks for that. You can find my YouTube channel at Deca Dish Dana, like 10, Deca. 
and or you can go and listen um, to some of the free Dishing Drama Dana episodes that are on all the regular I Apple, I, what are the ones? <laughs> Apple, Spotify. Yeah, exactly. Everywhere else podcasts are found. And, or you could really kick it up a notch and get the level 10 gossip, which is why PK wants to put me in a river. And that is at Dishing Drama Dana on the Patreon. And, you know, just come in and have fun with us because there's so much in there. It's basically my Reddit, but it has my podcast. It has a bonus audios that I do alone about gossip. It has videos. It's like, great. So, and, and I also post receipts, which people don't like, but I get them. <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do. This has been amazing. Hope you guys enjoyed and we will be back very, very soon. Bye guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review. Because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.